Hi everybody and welcome to episode 11 of Nikki Jameson Art Talks. Today I want to talk about something that's been on my mind for a while, for a few months actually. I've been bouncing some thoughts around and it's about the R word or rejection. And I want to talk about rejection. What is it? Why does it affect us so much? How does it hurt us? Why does it hurt us so much? What can we do to uh, either avoid it or to make ourselves stronger against it? Because I actually don't think that we can avoid rejection. But what do we need to do to make ourselves strong so that rejection does not impact us in the way that it does? And I'd like to ask if you've actually experienced rejection, which most of us have, but how have you dealt with it and what, how has it um, impacted how you see the world and how you see your art and your craft? I'll probably tackle a lot of these in separate episodes because I feel that they're, they're a bit heavy, they're quite heavy topics, and I like to keep my episodes on the shorter side. I haven't done hourly episodes and probably will do that when we do some interviews with guests later on. So it's going to be a shorter episode and so I'm going to break that down into um, different different chunks and we'll look at those at different times. But for today I just wanted to talk generally about rejection and the impact of rejection on uh, artists and not just visual artists but all of us who are trying to present our art and create our art, present it out on the world stage, looking for opportunities, looking to move forward, whether that's sales of art, whether it's uh, writing a a script for a book, whether it's a song, whether it's um, music, anything that we are endeavouring to do that we we want to put out there, and maybe we need more opportunities or we're, we're going for something and that requires acceptance by, by someone or something so that we can move forward. And rejection comes about when we go for it, we put everything into it and the answer comes back as a no. And it, my personal belief is that we can't really avoid that happening for as long as we're interacting and dealing with, with other people and uh, as long as we want to move forward rejection I think is inevitable but it's how how do we tackle that because saying it's inevitable doesn't really doesn't really help us and it can still really knock some people out for six so this is really just to bounce some thoughts around and see where we can take it and so my end goal really is to offer my thoughts on rejection and how to move beyond it from the point of view of an of an artist and human beings live in life uh, experiencing life and just basically doing what we're doing as long as we're moving forward as i've said earlier it's it's something that we're going to come up against and i believe everybody has a story to tell about rejection how they've been rejected for something that they have done that's been meaningful to them because it's a part of life The reason I wanted to talk about it from an artist's perspective is because as artists we are constantly working, creating our work and to really complete the circle we're putting our work out there, we're we're presenting it, we're exhibiting it, we're sharing it and 
when it's dismissed or rejected for one reason or another, it can actually be a bit debilitating. And that's not to say it's not debilitating when it's when you're not an artist, not at all, because even in non-artistic pursuits, rejection is pretty devastating. But I've known of artists and, and people, very creative people, who because they either fear rejection or have been rejected a few times, have actually been unable to move forward in their work because the thought of being rejected again is is just too much. So it means that they will stop what they're doing uh, in order to avoid having those feelings of rejection or feelings because of being rejected. And this can happen a lot when uh, we as artists or as people don't really know how to deal with rejection and don't know how to make ourselves strong so that we can move past rejection and really get on with what it is we need to do and not let that be something that hinders us. Hinders us. So I'm going to look at rejection and what it means specifically, how it can impact our artistic vision and our artistic life. Since as long as we deal with others, we're going to experience it and it's safe to say we can't avoid it. So what are the ways we can find to make it less important and less impactful on our creative lives. So as creatives, we created our, our work, whether, as I've mentioned earlier, it's a script we're writing, whether it's a part we're auditioning for in a play or a TV or a film, um, a film opportunity, maybe it's an exhibition, maybe it's uh, getting funding and support, maybe it's something that will take us to the next level, but we have to actually get to that level before we can move forward. Whatever it is, it's something that presents, or we see as presenting an opportunity for us, and we're offering whatever we have got, and we're bringing our own story, and we're bringing what it is we bring, our, sometimes our life, our life's work, and somebody comes back with, um, no, sorry, not this time, it's not a fit, it's not working, whatever it is, whatever it ends up as is a no. And then it's up to us how we play that out. So no can be said in many, many different ways, some more colorful than others. I've heard of some quite brutal rejections, which don't really help. And some of them are just, you know, you don't even get a rejection letter. You just don't hear from, don't hear from the person or the people again. But whatever it is, it's not what we want to hear. And suddenly what happens, if we're not careful, is that that defines our whole life, or at least our life at that point. Um, when somebody says no to what we feel is our life's work and something that's very important to us, uh, we, feel, we can feel useless, we can feel um, that our work is no good, we can feel disappointed, and we can feel, it can feel as if all our dreams have shattered just in that moment of time. And if we take it really personally, that's really what the outcome is. And the thing is, rather when people say no to us, I don't really think it's a personal thing at that point in time. It's not really, it's not really saying that we are not good. It's just saying that it's no at this time. And I think if we look at it, 
that it's just a no for this particular point in time, for this particular work or, or piece that we're doing, then it's much easier for us to deal with rejection, the feelings of, of rejection, than to internalise it and think it's a personal slight against us as individuals and people. Another way of looking at it is that I think our ego gets really hurt and when you think of it from the point of view that our ego wants to protect us from hurt and wants to protect us from anything that signifies death, uh, it's quite a natural feeling to feel hurt and upset but it's very important not to let this descend into despair and despondency because it doesn't mean it's the end of things, it just means that in this instance it's no. Because if it spirals and if it goes to that place where it's hard to get out from, then that is a whole other matter. And quite frankly, I don't think any no or any, um, any obstacle like that is worth the stress and the hassle of, of that response, really. It's just, it's just not worth it. We just have to get up and, and go on. So how do we actually do that? It's all very well saying it. What do we do to, to pull ourselves through that so that we're stronger and better and we can, we can move on? So one of the things we might do is to look at rejection differently from how we look at it today. So we look at it as something personal, but I actually think it affects us because we allow an external opinion or an external thought to negatively impact us internally and because we allow our ego to be in control of that moment and our ego is telling us that everybody else is bad and you know they've done a bad thing to us and it means that our work is not is not great or is not good and you know you know the script you know we're no good and it just goes on and on from there which is it's patently not true and as hard as it is to to learn this and i think it's something that we ha we have to learn and as I've said earlier, I don't think, I don't believe rejection is personal. It just feels absolutely personal. And if we can keep it on that level where it's not personal, then we put distance between ourselves and the act of somebody or some people rejecting us and rejecting what we stand for. They're not actually rejecting what we stand for at that particular point in time, at least in the context that I'm talking about it, in the context of, of, of being an artist or a creative. And I don't know about you, but I can remember all my rejection letters. It's really funny that we can have lots and lots of success, but if there's one rejection or one bad review, we remember that and everything else fades into oblivion. It's really, really strange. We just hang on to that one person that said um, an awful thing or said no to us, and we forget about the times when people have actually said yes to us. So I think it's really important to keep it in context. So even while I have kept my rejection letters, I use them as um, something to spur me on to bigger and better things. And it's sometimes it's actually nice when you actually get a letter, as I have, have, have said, or that somebody bothers to get back to you rather than never hearing anything. And you can just file that away for um, future use or, you know, maybe throw it away. But sometimes it's good to look back on them when you actually succeeded and you realise you have put everything into the big scheme of things and it didn't really matter that much. So 
I mentioned earlier that it's an external event. I look at it as an external event that has an internal impact. And the thing I've realized, and maybe you want to think about this, is that we have very little control over what anybody says or does with or about our work. All we can do is, as artists, keep showing up, keep doing what we know how to do, keep applying for those things we want to apply for, we need to apply for, and just keep doing it until we break through. Because no matter what it is we try to control, we can't control what anybody else says. And that actually frees us of the responsibility of trying to control it and even caring what they say at the end of the day if it's not what we need to hear or what we want to hear. So at the end of the day, I can present my offering, my art, my skills, whatever it is in the hope of getting a yes, if a yes is what I need, but I can't control the outcome or the response from somebody else. And, either, and neither can you, neither can any one of us. So if that makes us free, it means that we can change the script. It means that we can just be responsible for the pieces that we, are, we, can, we can control, which is our attitude towards anything that happens to us. And we can just let the rest go. So sometimes it's a matter of timing. Sometimes it's a matter of it just wasn't the right fit. Whatever it is, it doesn't really matter. And what we can do is look at ways of how do we, how do we actually move ourselves forward? We're still ourselves, we're still the same person, we're still the same uh, creative being, and we just need to sort of set that rejection aside and look at the reality. And the reality is that it's really just somebody's opinion or somebody's thought at that particular time, and we don't have to take it on ourselves and we don't have to internalise it. So somebody saying no to us or someone saying they don't like this or this work isn't a fit or we don't need this type of work or not now or whatever, whatever it is, doesn't mean that um, we won't be disappointed. We absolutely probably will be disappointed at first, but it just means that it's just a moment in time and we need to do some work to say, okay, next, what's the next thing that we need to do? So it's about getting up, brushing it off, not letting our hopes come crashing down, or if, you know, if we want to indulge in the pity party for all of two minutes, then that's fine. But it really is about uh, moving on from that and not letting rejection determine how we um, conduct our artistic life and determine how we show up for the rest of our life. So in other words, we can actually decide whether we're going to let rejection impact us or not. I know there's lots of supportive material out there about how to deal with rejection. You know, there are lots of quotes and there are examples of people, famous people, not so famous people. All of them have had to deal with rejection and most of them have turned it to their advantage. And um, I believe there are very, uh, there are famous people or people in general who have been rejected many, many times. In fact, I think that might be the norm. And if we prepare for that, I think we're going to be in a much better place than thinking, okay, I'll try once and I get rejected. And maybe the third time I'll get rejected and that will be the last time and I'll be accepted because you might be rejected quite, or your work might be rejected rather, quite a few times before you actually hit that place where you want to be. 
and it's just part of life it's just part of of what we're doing and as artists i think we're we're right slap bang in the middle for getting that rejection because we're daring to push past resistance and push past everything that stops us creating to create these wonderful expressions of ourselves and expressions of what we have to say and move past ourselves and put that out there and there's always going to be there are always going to be people who say no and but at the same time there are going to be people who eventually say yes and they may be different people and I also think we need to bear in mind that rejections are sometimes often I should say stepping stones on the way to yes I think I said that earlier in this episode so just because we get rejected one two three four five times it just means that it's bringing us nearer to yes and nearer to that that better fit which should be a good thing to think about I love to read um, biographies and books about people who have prevailed and persevered and I as I said earlier with Every successful person, you will find that they have been rejected not once, but many times. And I'm always interested in how did they get past that? How did they make themselves strong enough so that it didn't stop them from doing what they wanted to do? How did they find that inner strength to be able to to work with that and and not give up, basically? Because if we give up, then that's, that's the end. But if we keep going, we haven't failed. And it's really just part and parcel of of, of this artistic life and we have to we have to learn to deal with it and we have to decide that our attitude is going to be it's just the thing that happens and we're, we're bigger than that and we can get past it to achieve our vision and our goal. So to summarise this piece I think what we're saying here is that we can decide whether we're going to let rejection debilitate us or make us stronger. If we risk anything at all in life, we are going to risk being rejected. If we present our ideas, we're going to risk them being rejected. And we have to understand that and act accordingly. And I think it's it's all for the good because it eventually will make us stronger. Anything that's meaningful that we're going to do, there's a risk of something that's going to get in the way of it and rejection I think is just one of those things and as I said earlier the main thing is to not let that rejection become personal not to take it as personal not to let it become personal and to have a really good attitude about it and um, use that attitude to to make ourselves stronger and and push on And I said we can get um, support by reading how other people have done it and, you know, even by supporting people, because I'm sure what we would say is to people is don't let the rejection get you down. Don't let anything get you down, but keep moving on and keep keep believing in ourselves. And that's a really big thing, because if we believe in ourselves, it's much harder for things like rejection to get us down for too long. And so if we're not stressing about things and we just keep on being consistent, keep on showing up, keep keep on keep on showing up, being steady, being consistent, then we're going to get where it is we want to get sooner or later. Maybe it's going to be later, but we're we are going to get there. So I think I'm going to leave it there and I want to thank you all for listening. I'm going to do some further episodes, maybe to dive deeper about um, how we can make our attitude 
such that rejection does not affect us as much. But these are just some initial thoughts that I just wanted to get down on paper and I thought it would be a really good idea to share these thoughts through one of my podcast episodes. And I wanted to ask at this stage that, you know, if you have any ideas about this particular topic and uh, things that you have experienced or thoughts that you've had, any tips for listeners as to how they can how they can deal with rejection and so that they can keep going forward and how we can all support each other going forward, I'd really love to hear them. So please feel free to drop me a line at any of my social media um, social media links or via email. Please um, have a listen to this in iTunes or your favourite podcasting app and leave me a review or a like and share this with anybody who you think will benefit from hearing what I've said. And I hope to talk about a few more related issues and items in later episodes. So on that point, I want to thank you for listening. It's about 20 minutes, this particular episode, which is longer than my normal ones, but I thought it worth talking about this and talking this out. Take care of yourselves. And until next time, it's Nikki Jameson tuning out. Bye for now.